Hey everyone, it's Mary Lee Monroe Ray on Rated Oz Radio, and I have a wonderful guest, a lovely treat for you tonight. So stay tuned, we're about to get started. Hi everyone, I'm here with a lovely, lovely guest. We had Caroline on the show once before on Rated G Radio, but I have the wonderful privilege of having this incredible singer-songstress, storytelling, versatile musician, Carolyn Hammond, with me today. So not only has she been from the shoreline to the moon and done a couple more trips around the sun, she is here to grace our studio by the grace of gravity. Welcome, Caroline. It's so lovely to have you on the show tonight. Oh, it's lovely to be here again, Mary Lou. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, and I think it's been... About four or five About years. Four years, I think. Yeah. So much has happened mm. since then. Oh, so much. Yes. <laughs> so just for our listeners, mm. you started off, uh, I think you said your mum had a violin, but maybe mm. dad wasn't so keen. <laughs> That's exactly so right. <laughs> tri- That's exactly right. Mum mum, mum, uh, mum was a Sydney girl um, okay. originally, then came up to Brisbane for, for our um, uh Overseas uh, listeners, um, so Brisbane's halfway up um, the east coast of Australia. Sydney's down a substantial amount. Anyway, um, and uh, Dad was from the country. Anyway, and they got together. Um, and um, when Mum moved out to Western Queensland, she brought a violin with her. Dad didn't like the violin so much. No. Mm. He, uh, <laughs> so at one point, um, Mum uh, sold the violin to buy a guitar. Yeah. And uh, this was many, this is a long time into the relationship. I mean, us three kids were around by that point and uh, yeah. we were old enough to um, grab the guitar from mum, basically. <laughs> so mum really did never got her hands on it. So um, <laughs> my older brother Mark and I, yeah, you <laughs> we, lots we of played of it a lot more than, uh, than mum did. But dad was actually um, from Western Queensland, a little place called Dirranbandi, but spent his early uh, years, he studied art in Sydney in the 40s. Mm. And um, he actually studied, uh, he, he learnt um, baritone singing. Oh, So he was wow. a baritone, yeah. Lovely. And uh, didn't sing much except to the, the paddock, I think, the, ca- the, the, the sheep when they were, <laughs> they were coming in, in yeah. mustering. Yeah. Oh, he must have had a lovely voice because you've got a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. So that's come from... Those genes and plus, I guess, your love and passion for singing and songwriting. Mm. And storytelling, yeah. And storytelling, yeah. absolutely. Mm. So I know the picture on your first album, which we talked about last time, and we shared some of your lovely music. So you guys can go back. I'm going to upload uh, Carolyn's first interview with us. So you'll hear some of the tracks from that album. Or you can just go out and buy it because we love to support are musicians. There's so much that goes into production and singing, songwriting, lyric writing, the melodies. It's a fairly uh, involved process, Mm. yeah. 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 It can take quite some time. (laughs) Yes, yes. So, yeah, they're they're all available on my website, so um, www.carolynhammond.com.au. Absolutely. So go there. The albums are beautiful. And as you heard, I... Sort of gave a little bit of a hint mention to the names of the albums as I introduced the lovely Caroline. And we do have a treat. So she's given us some live 
tasty treats for you to listen to. And one of the ones we did was that incredible instrument because you studied instrumentation. Um, oh, Af- um, I uh, oh, initially, um, quite some time ago, I studied uh, Afro-Cuban percussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, conga. Uh, Cuban congas mainly, yeah. um, and uh, that was a long, fairly long uh, romance with ethnic percussion there, mm. and um, so uh, played percussion and backing vocals with many bands around Brisbane and still do. Yeah, um, not so much. I pick and choose now because you know <laughs> those things are heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, and, um, but uh, when I um, yeah, and then I then I've been into guitar a, a long time, but uh, when I discovered the instrument, um, the kamale ngoni, mm. uh, the ngoni is a West African rhythm harp. They call it um, based on the physically, it's uh, based around um, a gourd. Yeah, that's the the uh, resonating chamber there, mm-hmm. the gourd. It has a a, st- a um, floating bridge and it on that sits on a goatskin. Wow. Ten strings run through the bridge. A little a little bit like an African banjo. I don't want to throw that out there too <laughs> much because it's it's so so different. It's a unique very instrument, unique. and uh, I have some photos which yeah, you'll be able yeah. to see. It's uh, a very relaxing um, instrument um, to play and to listen to. I feel mm. as well. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Well, you'll get a treat of that later with your song, Summer Rain, and you can really hear like a rainfall. It's beautiful you're playing and just that instrumentation. I loved it. I could hear the beats when it was beating and you could hear the rhythm it was you were moving to when you were playing and as it got Mm. faster. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So what inspired Summer Rain? Was it that instrument? Um, It does. I have had... Someone say to me, "Oh, it sounds like rain." Um, <laughs> so, but uh, partly that, um, partly the melody that that arose. But um, in Brisbane here, and we're just coming into uh, summer, season. real, real yeah. wet, real um, uh, our wet season. Basically, yeah. we don't so much. We have, we only really have two seasons here. Yeah, We've got hot. And wet, uh, dry, and sort of cool. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> compared, compared to a lot, a lot of folks. So, yeah. um, so we do uh, because of our crazy weather systems. We haven't had a storm season the last couple of years, but um, but uh, yeah, we've, we're just starting to get our big storms again, which is lovely. Yeah, mm, really yeah. cool stuff down. Summer. And we've needed yeah. that rain yeah, yeah. from some of the drought and the dry yeah. season. But things are greening up because oh, it absolutely. is spring absolutely. and summer. Or yes, On yes. the verge of summer soon. Yeah. This is a piece called Summer Rain, written for the Kamali Ngoni. Um, this is off my second CD, One More Trip Around the Sun. And um, the Kamali Ngoni is a uh, uh, instrument from uh, Western Africa, from the Mali um, region, um, specifically Bamako. Uh, this particular ngoni is a kamali ngoni, kamali meaning new or young. Um, it was uh, this design was came about around about 1960. Um, so it um, basically to jump away from tradition a little bit. So it wasn't wasn't um, restricted for any particular. Um, uh, playing to celebrate the hunt or a masculine um, energy or anything. Anyone can play it for any reason.
so we've you've got that one and is that where your dad met your mum because the photo on the front was him in college pulling in uh no that yeah oh sorry the the um the first uh, album between the shoreline and the moon that's actually yeah that is a photo of my dad um blown up from a one inch kodak proof (laughs) he was just um down at uh, watson's bay in sydney with a couple of his art college mates and uh uh, no, uh, Dad. Dad was in Brisbane for oh, okay. um, Wellpost College. I think he was in his thirties. They were set up by a, by Mum's cousin, ah. who was a friend of Dad's. <laughs> so blind date it was. Yes, and there was a there's a story there. <laughs> so basically, um, Mum was staying at her folks' place, mm-hmm. and it came seven o'clock. He didn't show up. This Ooh. this young fellow who who her cousin just raved about. Come uh, eight o'clock, he didn't show up, so Mum had given up. Right. Oh. Uh, anyway, yes, and then and then I think <laughs> it was eight thirty. I think it was eight thirty. A yeah. slightly dishevelled Norman Hammond <laughs> wanders down the road with a painting under one arm and a bunch of cornflowers in the other. Oh. That lovely blue cornflowers, yeah. by way of apology, and. Um, and mother, mum wasn't sort of overly impressed initially, but I think the cornflowers melted her heart a bit, and uh, and um, that was it. Oh. And they, uh, yeah, were together for a long time. Dad passed away about twenty five years ago now, and mum fifteen. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, there we go. So that's, that's a lovely inspiration yes. for you, and you yeah. carry on their dream and. Their stories, yeah, their stories. Really, yeah. yeah. There would have been many, I imagine. Oh, out many. Many heartbreak, much heartbreak um, and and a few little victories as well. Yeah, so, which is always a wonderful Which thing. is what, what what I think we should be all about. Yeah. It's the little victories. Yes, that's Here's right. Cheers to them, hey? Cheers to that. <laughs> Absolutely. So a lot's happened since then. Now, the second album, One More Trip Around the Sun, I can. it's a beautiful photo mm. of you with the sun behind you just... Yes glowing in you know highlighting the yeah. silhouette of your hair and so where was that taken well a friend uh, Noel Walsh who oh, you, Noel. you met yes. um we um we took this down at um what was it called Jasper's Jetty I think it is back oh. Baxter's Jetty that's right at Shorncliffe and oh, um nice but we day. needed an old car yeah we needed an old car to do it and um a, a, our, my, a friend of my graphic designer um said oh I'll get Joe, Joe Erskine. Now, Joe used to work in uh, film uh, oh. in Brisbane and Sydney and a lot of international stuff. Great. And um, anyway, she had this old car, a beautiful 1960s Finney Mercedes. Wow. Um, all original, beautifully, like, cosmetically rusted. And there was no foundational issues with it. Red leather seats, all in original condition. And... Um, the car had a name, has a name. It's called Lovey. 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 Oh, that's so, so Erskine Australian, arrived with, with Lovey and, <laughs> uh, and um, we arrived uh, at Baxter's Jetty, um, Noel and I at about, at about 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning getting set up and, and while we're chatting with our cups of tea in thermoses, <laughs> freezing... Because remember, we're Australians and we yes. don't like cold. <laughs> anyway... Um, uh, he took a photo of of the lights offshore, mm-hmm. and that ended just out of nowhere, and and that ended up being the 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 sleeve shot, the open yeah, sleeve shot. But this great. was uh, as the as the sun rose, um, yeah. Oh, beautiful! In this lovely and car, and it's just glowing. 
with that. Yeah. So it was lovely to have our, our friend Noel um, do yes. that for us. And, yes. Uh, yeah, just that. Like, it's my, my um, engineer and producer friend, Michael Fix, he's a wonderful, mm. wonderful producer. He's one of Tommy Emmanuel's only, only students. Oh, okay. And uh, he tours extensively um, in uh, Italy, um, Germany and China. Yes. Uh, every year. This mm. year, of course, is an exception, so it's, yes. it is lovely to, to have him here for a bit longer. Yes. But he actually said, and he, he's, he was my producer for the last two, One More Trip Around the Sun and The Grace of Gravity, mm. and he said a project isn't just memorable for the product you produce at the end. It's memorable for the community you build around it. Yes. And that was definitely so for both of these last ones, you know, because mm. that was um, just pretty special. And I'll tell you about some of the community in a little while yes yeah Yeah. oh fantastic Elm and I had the pleasure of uh recording you at the bank yes uh, about about a month ago yeah about a month ago yeah live and that was that was the launch the what turned out to be the launch of the grace of gravity yes and such a special album now you had a very special guest at the end for one of your songs Ah, yes yes now um uh there was one song on the album uh, called Moving Slow. Mm. Um, and Which we will give you a treat <laughs> to listen to. Now, now um, one of my career highlights, I've got to say, yeah. is when I went to uh, China with my Tai Chi school, the Australian Academy of Tai Chi. Mm. Um, senior Master Rod, Ferg- Rod Ferguson is my uh, master mm-hmm. and a Brisbane guy, which is great. And he and my um, immediate uh, instructor, um, Chris Smurden, are both big music fans. And uh, anyway, we were in southern China two years ago mm-hmm. in about September and we went to a place called the Dragon Palace. Oh, now, wow. the Dragon Palace uh, is an underground cave system that oh. was basically discovered in about the 50s or 60s and uh, huge, huge um, cathedral ceilings. But, wow. of course, it's, a, it's, a, it's got a river running through it. Oh, so you're in right. boats, like it's a wide river so you're in these little little boats of that carry about 12 people and and we change boats on a few occasions a few stations along Do this I? um this um massive cave system anyway our, our national guide said oh play play in the in a in the chamber oh, oh okay so i had my uke with me like? <laughs> and they were amazing and uh anyway i said we got off on this one one pontoon and uh and i said rod i'll play if you do and so, so we did a duo, a, a duet, and it's actually on my um, on my website, okay, courtesy of of, uh, of um, Christine who filmed it, and it's Rod and I doing a uh, ukulele and tai chi duet uh, in the middle of the Dragon Palace in outside wow. of Guiyang in southern China. What an experience! And, uh, yeah, so it was great. It was it was just lovely. Oh. Yeah. So of course now it's every time I you know I perform and Rod is there. Yeah, I've I've asked him to jump up, but this time it was actually organised and he was there in all his his, his yes. Tai Chi uh, gear. But it's uh, actually a little known story. Lou Reed oh, yeah. was a big Tai Chi fan. In oh. these later years, he uh, when he performed, his Tai Chi master would always perform with him. And um, he uh, his last he when he died, um, yeah. he was wheelchair bound at this point. And he was uh, in the back garden and his wife said um, a minute, uh, like seconds before he died or that she saw he wasn't responsive, yeah. he was um, doing cloud hands. Oh, um, wow. Tai Chi, yeah. Wow. So it's a very so yeah, lovely thing. 
Wow, ascend it off and float yeah, it off on this right. next journey. Wow. Yeah, Lou Reed. Travel well. Yes. <laughs> wow, amazing stories that you hear. That's incredible. Everything is always connected to mm. something else. It's just, it's beautiful. So what's your favorite place to perform? Now, I mean, I know it's been difficult with COVID, but ah, yeah. you've traveled, you went to Canada as well yes, as China. Yeah. Well, um, China was two years ago. China, uh, Canada was um, September last year. Okay. And I uh, just, my, I just felt like seeing some family. My, um, I've got some cousins, uh, one uh, cousin in Canada, mm-hmm. a few are in uh, North America, so Boston, Northampton, oh, okay. that sort of area. Yep. Yeah, and th- thankfully, I was pretty pretty happy <laughs> that I went. Yeah. Um, but uh, I love um, small concerts yes. and small concerts where you can really uh, make a connection with people. Sure. And yep. uh, had the joy of uh, performing two house concerts when I was yes. over there. Yeah, I was going to ask. And about uh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, one with my cousin Kathy and uh, her husband Dean, and their dog uh, Yogi, Yogi, the ambassador of joy. <laughs> That's her full great. name. Uh, and for a lovely uh, community um, just outside of Lanark uh, in um, Ontario. Ontario. Yeah. 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 And uh, right. then, then down yeah. to um, some lovely friends, um, Garrett and Sue, uh, in Vermont, Charlotte, Vermont. Oh, lovely. And that was, a lo- again, a lovely oh. lovely place. And, yeah. Must be mountains and lakes. Yeah, a lo- yeah. lot of – and in the shadow of the uh, Adirondacks, um, uh, the so big – No, the um, forests, oh, Adirondack the forest. spruce. Oh, Adirondack. Okay. I work um, at uh, the wonderful Guitar Brothers um, yes. guitar shop in in uh, Red Hill in Brisbane, mm-hmm. and um, I work job. a lot with the acoustic uh, acoustic guitars. Adirondack spruce is a is a highly um, regarded uh, tone wood for acoustics in particular. Oh, so that was really nice to oh, see. To oh my connect. gosh, that's them there. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. wonderful. Yeah. <gasps> Everything's so organically mm. connected. I keep saying that, yeah. organically yeah. connected. So yeah, to answer your question, I, I, I'm loving the small crowds. And mm. being a storyteller, that works yes. very well for me. Um, with the COVID regulations here in here in Australia, Queensland in particular, because our different states have different regulations, mm. um, Yeah, the numbers have been restricted. Um, yeah. Venues have been closed, of course. But yes. I did a lovely one just last Wednesday. Uh, in a backyard, and it was nice. for the Foco Nuevo concert series, oh. which has been running 12 years, every once a month for 12 years at Carilba Hall in West End, but because the venue is no longer available, they're small crowd, backyard, film it, stream it. Oh, Still first, first Friday of the month. <laughs> uh, That's so, great. So um, I think they've, they've got the website, Foco Nuevo. Um, Foco. Yeah, F-O- F-O-C-O. Yeah. Um, Nuevo N-U- EVO um, okay. and concert series. Yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll so have lots to of look lovely that stuff. Up. So, yeah, that's up there on their YouTube. I know you said in the last interview when people ask what your genre is, you just yeah. go, well, I'll just play something. And <laughs> uh, root storytelling, I've root heard. Storytelling. Uh, I've heard it described as. Okay. Um, when I, I've, I've uh, had to, with this, this latest album, of course, put, putting it up on, on st- for streaming services. Mm. Um, had to answer that question and um, singer-songwriter roots um, 
folk. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, root storytelling, I think, is 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 pretty much sums it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and beautiful stories and. Your playing and your instrumentation is wonderful and so varied. You know, the ukulele, mm. acoustic guitar, mm. the one Eng- you just mentioned. Ngoni. <laughs> Ngoni. <laughs> and also you used to play the Celtic drum too with the band uh, yeah, The Yeah, actually um, Irish not, band. not so much the Celtic drum. I studied Afro-Cuban percussion for a lot of years. Okay. Um, and um, it was an interesting fusion because I played uh, um, congas. And congas and djembe with them, yeah. but I was playing Afro-Cuban stuff. Okay. So over there, the wow. Celtic, um, very Music. traditional um, jigs and reels at some point, but a lot of other other sort of songs yeah. as well. So that was just a lovely, um, big, big, you know, sort of grounded sort of sound to bring to it. Yeah, yes. the, I did. I have tried the uh, boron, the, oh, the Celtic yes. drum, yes. and I lasted mm-hmm. five minutes. Because it's a totally different muscle group to, oh, to use okay. it, it's rotating the hand instead of yeah hitting yeah. it. Yeah, so, because I do remember uh, you too hard. <laughs> forming, playing that, and I thought, wow. Oh, just the and once. you have to play really fast. Yeah. So, well, I was privileged. You were very privileged. You were. I think that was one and only. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think you're like an automatic writer, or does? the tune come into your head or do you just mm. play around with chords um, and hear something? As far as I was asked uh, the other day which comes first, uh, the chicken or the egg. Um, mm. For me, definitely lyrics, uh, the story is the main focus yes. yeah. uh, and telling a good story. But having said that, and then and then the, you know, the, the music, the, the, the chordal um, arrangements and everything play support crew basically mm. to to the story yeah. and I think it's quite important to stay out of the way as well of of the story as well mm. um, so that is heard first uh, but then having said that um, uh, I do believe that every instrument has at least one song in it yes. so uh, um. so I'm learning I'm learning a bit of lap steel at the moment yeah. um, from a wonderful wonderful um, uh, uh, guitarist and, and singer songwriter in Brisbane John Malcolm. Yes. And a uh, wonderful player. Mm. And uh, I urge you to check him out, uh, John Malcolm yes. on, on uh, Australian Guitarist, yes. if, you, if you get a chance. I, I can't remember his website at the moment. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I think there'll definitely be something coming out of that. Oh, that would be great, the next <laughs> yeah, album. Because it sort of sets, it gives you an energy, there's an energy to it and then you, you know, take that somewhere. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so it's been evolving. So what's... With the three albums you've got, has the story evolved, mm, do you think, through each yes, album? Yes, yes. Um, now, I, I'm not entirely sure about the first one, uh, but definitely with One More Trip Around the Sun and the, and, and the new one, The Grace of Gravity, um, One More Trip does tend to take you on a bit of a trip, a bit, mm. of, a, bit of a journey. Um, quite a few optimistic, you know, it's like the beginnings. Yes. Um, now... Uh, the grace of gravity is um, still so a lot of optimism in there, mm. but I've um, actually it was it was I didn't realise that there was a theme at <laughs> all until uh, um, my the lovely Michael Fix, my producer, um, mentioned it. He said, "Ah, oh, look, I think what you've got here is a is a lovely meditation on ageing." So, yeah, yeah. That was not my intention at all. Um, But uh, you can can see that sort of dripping through some 
some songs. Um, but this particular album, The Grace of Gravity, has has taken shape over the last three years, a definite defined period mm. um, project that yes. it was. Uh, the um, front cover is a, a sunset, uh, just after sunset actually, um, uh, of my view from the wonderful back step of the place I was staying at Iluka. Now Iluka oh. is um, just uh, on the northern New South Wales coast, mm, uh, right nice on the beach. It, this is I'm looking over the Clarence River. Um, Iluka is actually I uh, found out a uh, indigenous um, a, uh, indigenous Australian uh, word, which means by the sea. It's a mm. uh, traditionally a um, uh, a girl's name. Oh. And yeah, and they've called yeah. this town Iluka, which is just lovely. Tiny, tiny town. There's uh, two streets, mm-hmm. an IGA, which is an independent supermarket, yeah. and a wonderfully dilapidated pub called Sedges Hotel at the top of the hill. <laughs> I love Sedges. 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 And it's a fish co-op and that's about it. Um, wow. And uh, so, yeah, I, for the last three years I, down, I went down there in July. Now, there are a few references in songs to um, – Cold even for July or something like that. Mm. Now I realise that um, it's quite quite the opposite. <laughs> you know, our friends across the pond, but um, in 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 Australia it doesn't really get that cold um, yeah. in July. Um, in winter, I should say. But yeah, it's the wind across the water that brings in the cold. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So the last three years I've spent uh, time down in Iluka, mostly silent, um, very quiet time, um, mm. writing and. Putting this together, yeah, yeah. Allowing so your muse to yeah, come through and yeah. connect with these beautiful That's places, right. and and the stillness of, the, of and the reflections of the Clarence and of the Clarence River, and and just the the energy of of slowing down, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in a good way, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. From the fast world, so that's at sunset. That yeah. is sunset. Yeah, yeah. yeah the lovely the front uh, of Clarence the, River uh, cover. So it's yeah, beautiful. we um, there are quite a few. Um, Songs that touch. No, it's just the human experience. I think, yes. yeah. yeah, the human experience, and little victories and things like that as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So it's sort of been the last two albums, I guess, is really the involvement and expansion of you as yes, an artist, so. as a woman. Yeah, yeah as a, as an as an individual, as and an individual. and as a and actually finding where I sit. Ah. And yeah, and finding and, and actually finding a nice view as well. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah. Well, it's all. I mean, songwriting can only be you can really a a, a um, an extension of yourself. I yes. think. Um, yeah. I find it very difficult to write other people's stories. Mm. Um, and so much so that I abandon the project. Uh, there, I have got songs here that talk about other people. Um, like there's in in one more trip. There's one called um, Two Steps, um, mm. which is about an old guy reflecting on something. Yeah. And okay, it's not my story, but I'm sure there are elements of me in there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. So and definitely. It moved you. Yes. In yes. a way, as things yeah. do. Mm. It, I I do particularly gravitate to universal. Um, Concepts? Concepts or universal um, aches, really, I okay. guess, um, yeah. or that that thing about um, 
there's a song called Her Eyes mm. uh, on on the new the new album called Grace of Gravity, um, and it came out of yeah. a, con- a conversation with a friend and and uh, just that idea that there is there are clothes and colours that we wear mm. that can make us look washed out. Yes, it can also, but different colours can make ah oh, can make you just Lift eyes up. pop, you know. Yes. It can make can make you um, glow. Yes. And um, upon reflection, uh, some people can do that too. Yes. <laughs> they can make you feel drained or make you feel energetic and stuff. Yes. And, yeah, yeah so it's just ideas like that and mm. um, understanding that it's it's a, yeah, it's this is just little things that make it, um, that are universal experiences but aren't necessarily talked about yes. either. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's... Really, your reflection, how the world is mirrored to you, what mm. you see through yeah. your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. we have certain people in our sacred circles and and then different people come in and surprise us. And so the difference now on the second album, because I know yeah. you brought on the third one, you've brought in a lovely key oh, keyboard this player. wonderful keyboard player uh brendan st ledger yes uh he's quite frankly an australian legend he um is. he's spent a lot of time down in sydney uh working working full-time for amazing uh um uh talents like um he's w- w- still plays with wendy matthews mm. um he's her, um, her. Uh, musical director christine anu um uh, louis shelton um oh, louis shelton who yes. uh um, last train to Clarksville. He's all, the guitar all over that, you know. Um, and yeah, uh, it, the list honestly goes on, on as, as on. long as your arm. And we yes. haven't got that much time, I'm no. sure. <laughs> but um, besides being a, a, a tremendous uh, talent, he, he is a, a wonderful um, energy to hang around with. Mm. But also, he just has a wonderful way of. Um, translating or or, or um yeah. just interpreting interpreting yes. the songs and it's delightful to hear mm. it was i was over the moon with with what he came up with for the recording itself mm. and uh yeah it's, it's just uh, as as michael said it's that community you build around you yes yeah. that's mm. right because yeah. it keeps expanding and evolving and mm. it just goes to the next level yeah and yeah, I mean that's just with the second one. That's one more trip. Yeah, more instrumental, um, acoustic, or more acoustic, more yeah, acoustic. More acoustic. Uh, the new album has a full rhythm section on there. Uh, wonderful, Jeremy O'Connor on bass and Scott Hills on oh, yes. uh, drums. Yeah. Um, uh, one more trip um, is more uh acoustic in that sense mm-hmm. um in we not having a full rhythm section we did have drum we had, had percussion wonderful susan susan hibbs on uh, yes. percussion and and some bass on there but it was a lot it's a, a lot more um organic i guess is a great word for it yeah. um also on on um the new cd the grace of gravity had the absolute honor of of having um shenton gregory play violin for oh, us on beautiful. that yes. and yeah just just tremendous and that team together with um uh angela tui on backing vocals oh, yes. and uh, sarah calderwood vocals. on flute and backing vocals was oh. yeah i oh, i'm stoked just, I'm, I'm over yes. the moon yeah yes. just just again that that beautiful uh community and yeah or each of them um 
you know, offering their gifts yeah. to to make to build the songs and yeah. to make them, you Just know, the best interpretation of of themselves. Yes, mm. yes, and your story. Just really painting a beautiful masterpiece there because it's wonderful. Just when you performed it live, that was just so special. (laughs) So never ceases to amaze me just how talent grows and the more comfortable we get to express ourselves. And it's just so much fun in that creative process. (laughs) And you just can't wait for the next one to begin, like you were saying. I've actually got a friend, um, Mark Cryle, again, wonderful. He's one of Australia's premier songwriters. Mm. He's a Brisbane fellow. Um, Mark is amazing. He uh, and he and I were chatting one day and and talking about being comfortable with the blank page mm. and looking at you know actually owning it and okay let's get that there and and starting and and starting a new writing project yeah. because generally if you haven't got any scaffolding to build on or or notes mm. to work around, it can be quite scary. Yeah. And, um, oh, my gosh, is that last album, the last song, you know, is that the last song I will ever write, that sort of thing. But um, he said, no, look, at, at some point you've got to own it. It's a bit like AA in that sense, you know, <laughs> just so standing up and saying, okay, my name's Carolyn Hammond and I'm a songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for that. <laughs> we all agree. Thank goodness. So, but actually owning it and and yeah. and um and actually being being part of who you are rather than something you do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Which I think is who we are. We are an expression of all that magic yeah. that we get to experience. And some things aren't so wonderful in our lives but we certainly grow and learn from it and that's right it becomes good songwriting fodder it certainly <laughs> does and it helps other people who can express themselves of course mm. to be able to without words just to yeah. sort of go well somebody understands yeah. me well it's through their music i um one of the things that i think is the probably the best re- review that mm. can ever be expressed is when someone, um, well, when when someone cries, basically, yeah. <laughs> when when an, you know, I had a, a little gig the other day, and um, and I had a lady come up to me and say, "Oh, that song," and it was the her eyes, the mm. the one about the um, yes. yeah, um, it was, and she said, um, "Oh, I almost had to leave. I was I was about to burst into tears," yeah. and so I don't need to know her story. At all, um, no. But there's something in the song that made that actually mm-hmm. touched her, and and uh, and that's that's to be to be able to be the conduit. Is that the right yes. word yeah. for that? I think is is pretty special. Yeah, because yeah. it's music is one of the most incredible healing gifts that we mm. have, mm. and it's really what it's all about vibration, isn't it? Yes, really. And it's mm. the music of the universe and how it orchestrates everything together and certain music, different people listen to different genres and it's just where they are at that moment Mm. and that might be how they are feeling when they, you know, and it helps you notice your emotions, you know, it makes you aware of what you want and what you don't want and what's working and it sometimes it moves you to make a decision about things or to sort of go... Yeah, I do deserve this, and to even honor who you are mm. as a person, and and the journey you've had so far, and at the point you've come to, 
you know, all these significant signposts in our lives are just when you look back and reflect. So to be able to produce something through your albums, through mm. your own journey and your own stories must be such an incredible feeling it when is. you hear the the end product. That, well, it's not yeah. really a product, the end story end. where then that can be shared. Mm. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, pretty special. I'm, I'm, I'm very, um, honoured and, and, I mean, lucky is a word, but, um, I think honoured to, it, to be able to do it. Mm. Um, and, because there's a lot of people who, who can't, mm. e- either by way of not being able to get in touch with that or just life circumstances that doesn't allow it, that don't allow it. But, um, mm. yeah, just, very fortunate and and um, blessed to be able to tell a story that might um, touch someone else. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, you've certainly moved me, and that when you sang about her eyes, so I I had tears. This this beautiful lady makes me always cry. So for me, that's really hitting my heart and my soul, and that's what I think artists do: is they reach in and they touch your heart and remind you who you are, yeah. or just that beautiful um that it's okay to be a little bit vulnerable and it's it's okay we're all doing the best that we can and you just sit there and relax and sit back and listen (laughs) and i'll just i'll just Mm. tell you the story and and, yeah it's even interesting um with uh just that little phrase that you'd said then you know we're all doing the best we can which we are and but but Actually, one of the uh, um, hmm, side effects, if you like, of of the COVID situation. Mm, Um, Now, in Australia, we, you know, very um, fortunate that we are quite some distance from the rest of the world. Mm. But um, we were locked down for a period of time. And um, there was the... (laughs) The decision of wow, what should I do? Where shall I go? Was completely taken away. Yes, which actually depend. Look, I'm an introvert, and this is um, introverts heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not meaning to not meaning to to um, make light of the situation, but no. but um, to be able to sit and go, just to breathe out. Yes. And to and to know it was okay. Yeah. Because there wasn't, you know anything to do yeah um and sometimes it's okay just to move slow yes like your song that you performed for Mm. us that's a treat because we do we learn how to recalibrate ourselves i think when you're put in a situation i think for a lot of people they were so used to being entertained by Mm. external things that they had to find that creativity in themselves or they had to get closer with their children Mm. and their partners and or just appreciating those little things you know what is is lovely is um as well for um what i've noticed is um uh i got out on the push bike a bit Mm. and um we have some great tracks around here paths uh the amount of people who um would go for a walk yeah. With their kids, or yeah. go for a picnic. Yeah. Again, all socially distanced and everything like that. And generally, you you might have only one or two people out there. Mm. But this is something that um, restrictions lifted for us a little while ago. 
um, and uh, people are still going out for picnics. Yeah. It's great. Yes. Uh, that so connection yeah, again. Yeah, mm. And um, so that's great. That's, that's fabulous, yeah. That's always yeah. a good thing because mm. families do need to come together and um, with children because mm. they do grow up so quick. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> uh, so have you got... Apart from the one you've just completed, mm. so you've released that now yes. on a digital platform. Yes, yeah. Which ones are they? Oh, um, well, the the CDs are available off my website, mm-hmm. but that um, so www.carolynhammond.com.au. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went, um, I've went through a digital distributor, and they're up on Spotify, iTunes, yeah, Apple Music, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, CD baby um, again, not C- no? no, that's a that's the distributor. So oh, I right, chose a sorry. different uh, yeah. lo- a local Australian distributor oh, this time. Great, yes. just down the road. Yep. And um, let's see, uh, SoundCloud. Oh, um, yes. I've also got a Bandcamp um, page up, uh, CarolynHammond.BandCamp.com, mm. and this is a wonderful uh, platform where you can go and discover new artists, but also help us out a bit as well um streaming there's there's virtually no money in streaming but the thing is with with um bandcamp you can go on and and uh hear someone's music a couple of times and then you can buy it for a tiny amount and then it gives you the option or what you think it's worth so that 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 money goes straight to the artist oh that's great so so that's great and especially given in this time a lot of there's there is a lot of new music out there. The gigs are starting up for us slowly here. Yes, thank um, goodness. In in Melbourne, our wonderful cultural capital, not so, it, they've only just started opening up only last mm. week or yes. so, um, and which is so so difficult. Young families down there, oh, like they haven't yes. been able to leave the house. Yes, um, but of course, I don't need to tell tell your um, your listeners that. I mean, uh, it's it's, it's a, it is totally a universal yeah. thing. It is. Uh, and, yeah, it is actually sort of comforting in a strange way to have, to know that this is a universal, universal thing. Mm. Yeah. So, and that yeah. we can all understand and feel yes. what each yeah. other are going through. Yeah. But in one way it was good because people really started to get creative to find mm. new ways to present their music and and things. So, And, of course, technology is always advancing in itself. But I always believe, and I keep saying this, that there is nothing quite like live music. It's a very different, very different. <laughs> it's different yeah. vibration. You're yeah. part yeah. of it. It's a, a very, as that word organic again. Mm. And there's a lovely dynamic um, between, you know, what what's happening on stage and which is why I like small crowds yeah. where you can actually interact and, and, and see, you know, and, and make a connection with people. Yeah, and work with that. I, I love it when you know people come up later and say, "Oh my God, that was great," and or ask you about a song. Like um, I shared Vasco last time, yeah. and this young young fella. I'll spare you the whole song, but um, now uh, the last verse is now Vasco. He can see the border. The beads hang round his neck, and his heart beats like a drum. With a map inside his shirt, grips that guitar till it hurts, and hears Maria's words as he breaks into a run. Yeah. You never know what's on the other side. You never know till you leave it all behind. And I've had yeah. some people come up and say, "So, did he make it?" <laughs> and, and I said, "I don't know. Did he? <laughs> it's not quite a story to tell. I mean, you know, you have to, at some point you have to hand the baton over. No, yeah. so so people, yeah, so people get in in uh, invested in it." Invested yes. in a song. Oh my gosh, 
you know, did he? And I, th- I think he did. I think it's great. <laughs> it's good to hear. Yeah. Keep them happy. Yes. <laughs> but it's funny because I did an interview with Rick Sabo and he just said, you know, in the old days, the CDs, like a lot of the diehard fans for some of the big bands, they always had a theme. Mm, oh, yeah. And um, lots of songs. And, you know, they would just hang out for that. So you never know. You might even evolve with a journey that Vasco might come back and well, through a laptop. Well. Uh, not a laptop. Lap, stri- lap steel. Oh, lap my steel. gosh. Yeah. Oh, leave it with me. Okay. Mm, Ooh, I just, go. The muses are here inspiring <laughs> us. <laughs> I just saw that when you were talking Maybe about it. Maybe it can be... Another trip around the sun. Yes. <laughs> well, we get quite a few in this life, which is lovely. So, and I love the sun. Sequels. I like Sequels. that. Sequels. Yes. Yeah. The never-ending story, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you've, you've learned something about yourself through your performing and oh, writing. Yes. Oh, yeah. As... Absolutely. I've learned not to take myself quite so seriously. Um, which is uh, initially hard words to hear. Yeah. Of course, I'm, I'm serious, you know. No, but, no, but that as a life thing, it's not just a performance thing. But yeah. Um, and of course, as a as I spent a lot of years as a uh, percussionist, um, Afro-Cuban mm. percussionist for for bands and backing vocalist, and and I was I was fortunate fortunate enough to um, to share the stage with some fabulous performers mm. who taught me a lot about stagecraft. Oh, and and yes, um, which important. is which is something you don't really hear about. No, but it is a thing. <laughs> it is, it's, and it's all about being feeling comfortable in that space. Yeah. And as I get, as I, as I mentioned, I'm a bit of an introvert, and so I actually find the st- stage a quite a safe space to be in, because mm. um, there's a wall there. And anyway, you still want making connections, but it's yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So sorry, I've forgotten the question. So what what was the Okay, so talking about stagecraft, what yeah. did you learn? Mm. Oh, about myself, yes. Yes, about yourself and mm. how how did that ah. change the way you – did it change the way you performed with that learning, yeah. those tips and stagecrafting? Um, they, they did, but um, I think also owning engaging. owning the idea that I am a storyteller first and foremost. Yes. Um, okay. And the music is a is plays support crew. Mm. Um, that I don't like the idea of telling the story. Mm. And and engaging and you you very uh, I think if you know what to look for you look, you can look around a crowd and see who is mm. actually in that story with you yes and yeah, uh, yeah. so it's engaged. yeah engaged it's it's owning that you know yeah I'm Carol my name's Carolyn Hammond and I am a songwriter, <laughs> a songwriter. Um, it's owning that and but it's actually quite a there's a tremendous history with mm. with songwriters, and to be able to be past the baton, I guess. I mean, I'm a I'm a massive uh, James Taylor fan. Um, yeah. uh, Passenger, mm, I adore Michael. Passenger's work, yeah. uh, and it just oh, one of the joys, well, two joys of my life is seeing both of those gentlemen in concert. Mm. Um, just fantastic. Yeah, and um, they are moving storytellers, yes. and it's I think the voice, the way you sing, and um, you know, it brings that emotion out, but mm. sometimes the way, you know, the tones are used and, mm. you know, and you do that too in your music because it just evokes this feeling in yeah. you and it just, it takes mm. you, that's where it takes you in the I journey. Part of it is owning the song as yeah. well. 
and and knowing what the story is about, which sounds odd if I'm the writer. But a friend of mine said once, you know, because I was writing a song and I I was playing with sounds really, um, and I was I was wondering what is this song about? You know, it's where where should it go from here? Mm. Uh, and I and it, and he asked me, what's this? Well, what's it about? This was Ross Clark, actually, a, a, um, a prominent poet in, in Brisbane. Mm. Thanks, Ross. <laughs> and he yeah. said, um, find out, first of all, find out what the song is about. In this particular song I, I, I identified as it's about, about um, someone leaving. Mm. Okay, now we've found out what the song is about. Second step is, under no circumstances, mention it. You paint the wow. picture. You paint yes. the picture around it. It's like uh, Chekhov. It's a wonderful quote from him. It says, "Don't tell me the moon is shining. Show me the glint of light on broken glass." Oh, beautiful! And then your audience mm. actually is—they can identify with that glint of light, you know, all that sort of stuff. And they get—that th- it helps them access the story. Yes. Yeah. Puts them. Yeah. Puts them in the space. Yeah. yeah. And sort of sparks their imagination themselves mm, yeah, as yeah. to how they interpret that. They, you're giving them a visual. Yes. Um, and uh, just as a, as to illustrate that, um, there's one song on the new um, album called Outside In. Mm. Um, there's an old Motorola radio by the back door yeah. on a laminex table with the <laughs> patterns all worn. Birds sing with the kettle as it whistles up the sun and a chipped china setting just for one. Oh. So, yeah, so you're... Yeah, well, my dad was a painter, and I guess I'm yes. a painter as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, family business. It's family go. business. <laughs> yeah, it's expanding now, again. Now, I know, I know um, in uh, our audience across the pond, um, don't have the word laminex, I don't think. Is no. it formica? Oh, I'm might not be, sure. yes. Yeah. yeah, so it's a different thing. There's a laminex table, old, old, um, one of those old tables you see in diners, basically. Yes, yes. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. One of yeah. those. Oh, I just went to, and I could see the little things where you put the money in the yeah. slot yeah. and you're flicking oh, the signs I, back. I went to one or two of those in my, diners. My, with my cousins. Oh, <laughs> loved them. Yeah. Loved them. Oh. But anyway, <laughs> but I remember I had to do a photo shoot and... The hairdresser got me to do my hair red mm. and I said, I feel like I'm wearing a pink uniform as a waitress with a little white hanky just in the pocket going, yeah, can I take your order, please? <laughs> so, but he laughed. He said, no, you look fabulous as a redhead. <laughs> but anyway, me being really mousy uh. brown. But that that was something new and an experience. So that was quite funny. <laughs> um, okay. So I guess... What's the one thing you would like to be remembered for, do you think, with the legacy you are Ooh. building in your life? That's an interesting music? question. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> ah. Um, initi- like what comes to mind straight off yeah. is a storyteller. Mm. Um, but also... Um, sense of and this is something that uh, I'm uh, as we were we were talking about uh, yesterday um, peace and stillness yes and I guess to have enough time and space to actually look at those things that yeah. might not 
seem really important in the great, great global scheme of things, mm. but each of us have this little space inside of us that only we go. Yes. And, um, and yeah, so sacred, so space. sacred space to, yeah. and so maybe to help people access that a little bit more mm. through, through that. Through your music through, yeah, and storytelling. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and some of these stories might trigger, you know, and, and hopefully will we'll trigger forgotten things yeah. that, that could be precious little soft furry things or they might be hard to look at, mm. sharp sort Pointy of... things. Yeah, <laughs> um, but either way they might lead us to a better understanding of ourselves. Yes, yeah. which is why we're here to remind ourselves who we truly are mm. and these wonderful creative beings that we are and such a beautiful planet, really, and all the animal beings and mm. nature. And it's so good, as you say, in your stillness and peace mm. to take that time out to converse with nature. Yeah, And I guess some of those songs... Uh, yeah, we're inspired by yeah. nature. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, the, this last album in particular, I was mm. on the banks of the Clarence River, yes, and I had that beautiful um, view—the sunset and the um, sunset view. But during the day, pelicans were my oh. my constant companions, constant aloof companions. <laughs> um, the odd dolphin um, oh, pod there. They would have I, loved that. Um, I just had this memory, just as you were saying yeah. about the animals before. Ah, oh, gosh. Um, for a uh, significant birthday a yes. um, couple of years ago, <laughs> I, uh, I went camping with a few friends, the wonderful Angela Tui and, yes. and, uh, and uh, my partner Craig and, and a, a, well, some cousins. And, and anyway, we took ourselves uh, not far from Brisbane. It was only, only about an hour and a half north mm. to a place called Neuram, Neuram Creek Bush Retreat. Anyway, oh. middle, of, middle of winter, which again for our... Um, uh, our listeners across the pond isn't actually all that cold, but it's all relative. Um, but this one, uh, my birthday is in June, so it's okay. it's it's in our our winter. So we were camping and had the fire going and everything. And one morning, um, uh, it was the morning just before my birthday. Um, I took my thermos of tea and went down, and I thought I went down to the creek, and I knew that there was it was a um, platypus down in this particular oh. part of the creek. Very rarely do you actually see yes. a platypus, though. Um, and anyway, I thought, ah, oh, look, I'll just have a nice bit of quiet, you know, if I don't, you know. Um, anyway, I went down and there was mist about a foot deep wow. on, on top of the water. Mm. And I sat down to have my tea there and I thought, oh, I wonder if I'm going to – oh, there he is. And this platypus came up only probably about three metres from me. Yeah. And um, and I thought, and there he was. He was just having a bit of breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought, oh look, he'll probably go now. But and then he ducked down, and I I was thinking, oh that was it, and he came back up, and and we were chatting for about forty five minutes, wow. which was really special, really that special. Is very special. And um, and so that was yeah, that was that was my the ultimate birthday present. I thought that was oh, really cool, beautiful. And just a little note on on platypus, yeah. Um, if you're ever over here in Australia mm. and you find a place that has supposedly got platypus in it, um, mornings are really good, early mornings. Mm. But um, a um, Aboriginal uh, guide 
um, fellow that I met up with at Carnarvon Gorge, delightful fellow, mm. said, oh, no, you don't look, when, if you're looking for platypus, you don't look at the water. You look up in the trees. <laughs> yeah, it sounds <laughs> odd. But you're looking for the kingfishers. The beautiful little tiny, yes, they look like kookaburra and they're tiny and they're golden and, and azure blue. Yeah. The azure uh, uh, pla- uh, um, kingfisher. And you know why you look at the kingfisher? Because kingfishers and platypus eat the same stuff. Ah. Platypus go down to the bottom of the, um, of, of the, of the you know, riverbed, take a mouthful of whatever <laughs> and come up to the surface and eat it. And whatever goes out the side of their mouth, that's what the kingfisher does, swoops down and, and gets it. So if there's a kingfisher, you'll, you'll find a platypus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good to yeah. know. There you go. It's so, all connected. It is. And sharing, teamwork. I know. Because everything looks they? after each go other. Go team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that interconnectedness. That's what we need. So, oh, look, it's been lovely and oh, I'm afraid we're going to be out of time, no, but you'll done. have to come. It's just so lovely. You have to come back again. Oh, absolutely. We'd us. love to. Yeah. So, okay. So, you've got this album now that you're doing. Mm. So you've you're just learning the lap steel guitar Ooh, and lap steel. And I don't think I have told you, Mary mm. Lou, that um, Craig Claxton, my partner and um, guitar brothers, have. Yes. Uh, uh, through them, got a new guitar. <gasps> it's an electric guitar. Is that the one I saw? Oh, you did see it. Is that the picture? And it's really pretty flowers. Yes, that's the one. Talk to me. Tell lovely. me. And I'll have to well, take there's a, lo- a there's a there's a uh, a lovely um, uh, Canadian uh, singer songwriter, Sean Mendes, mm. and uh, quite different um, uh, genre to myself. Okay. But um, this is a guitar called the, it's a Fender Music Master, Sean Mendes um, signature model. Oh, it's actually from the Sean Mendes Foundation. Sean Mendes Foundation um, assist young people to to work on projects that they are passionate about. Oh, wow. Be it, um, you know, sort of fighting domestic violence or looking at um, poverty or, Mm. you know, equality or women's rights or, or, or any of that. You know, oh, so they they human help. Right yeah, sort of human, yeah, human, yeah, holistic human rights. Holistic, so, yeah. um, but it's just, yeah. So it's I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of that one. Yes, yeah. as yeah. well. Mm. Oh, there's a whole album. Just so there's another. Two. That's oh, that's another whole. You know, sort of. It, I love learning new things. Yeah. So. Um, oh, looking yeah, forward We'll see to what that. happens next. How wonderful! Oh, I'm very excited to hear what's happening with you. So, thank you so much. My lovely My dear. absolute Aww. pleasure, Mary Lou. It's lovely talking to you again. It was all, it's always lovely talking to you. And, folks, coming up you'll hear these wonderful live little songs that we've done in a session here today at Rated Oz Radio Studio. So you must kick back and enjoy this beautiful woman and artist and incredible storyteller. Thank you so much, Caroline. Many thanks. Many all thanks. Cheers to you. Bye. Thank you. This is a song uh, from The Grace of Gravity, my new CD, and it's called Moving Slow. It's uh, a song um, basically about what I want to be when I grow up. When I was young, they asked me, like I do, what do you want to be? What do you want to grow into? And that's only after all this time I finally know. 
Now the years have passed, I think I know how to move slow. She knows. Follow that fading sunset through to the afterglow and think nothing if I move to moving slow. Please give me a home where I can see out the storm and a beautiful soul to lay my head upon and I'll breathe out all the worries I've been holding on to. If I move to And those hills up there Will be my view And the valleys in between Where I get lost in missing you And I find the stillness Where there's no breeze to blow With an old dog And my heels The two of us moving slow To lay my head upon and I breathe out all the worries I've been holding on to and move slow if I move to. They say you gotta keep up with society, yeah, but they ain't interested in the likes of me. When you're invisible, it's hard to see. I do, I, I wear Take me and enjoy the ride. Thank you. 
I was caught in that eddy of an idea of trusting again when the sun went down. Cause I've heard too many times from a distance. Baby, maybe I'll be around. Thread. 